Thanks for tuning in. We've got GCA Hoot worthy story coming at you. Uh, student story. Love these always Hoot worthy stories. Uh, so please tell us your first name, your grade, and how long you've been at GCA. Um, my name is Nia and I'm in seventh grade and I've been with GCA for about two years now. Awesome. So Nia, seventh grade been with us for about two years, rocking and rolling here. And you've actually done a pretty uh, hoot-worthy accomplishment here that I heard of publishing a book. So just the basics, let's yeah, tell me about this book a little bit, but let's start with the title. What, what'd you call it? So it's called One Amongst the Runaways, and it was published on Amazon on the 1st of January, actually, of this year. Um, and it oh. took me about one and a half years to write. One and a half years. It's published on Amazon in January. And uh, you said that it was, it's called, uh, t- tell me the title again. One Amongst the Runaways. One Amongst the Runaways. So what genre is your story, would you say? So it's more like historical fiction and alternate historical fiction since mm. I made, like, I tweaked a little bit, tweaked the World War II a little bit. Okay, so you so you tweaked it a little bit. So this took you about a year and a half. So this wasn't like an overnight thing. So you took a lot of time thinking up this book. And so yeah. you said you tweaked it. It's historical fiction. So can you give us a, without like reading the book to us, can you give us like a brief overview of your story? Like a kind of a, a broad, high level kind of kind of plot line. If you were going to think about it in the sense of if you were going to do like a movie trailer for this book, um, okay. how, how would you describe it to us? So it's so it starts out with a girl and her name's Nadzi Jalipska and she gets taken away from her family in a series of events. Hmm. So and there's a lot of tr- twists throughout the book. So she gets taken to Auschwitz and it's just about how she experiences the camp. And it's, it's not, the thing that sets it apart is just, it's not like making bombs for Hitler or the devil's arithmetic, which are my two favorites on the topic actually. Ah, okay. But making bombs for Hitler and the devil's arithmetic are basically how they survive the camp. This one is different. It's a thriller and it's, it has a lot of twists. So I really suggest reading it. Ah. But it starts out with her and it's written in first person omniscient, which means that every chapter it's written from first person, but it's a different character's perspective. Oh, so interesting. You get it from, yeah, you get it from all the characters' perspectives. Oh, wow. So how many um, main characters are there then? So um, there's three main characters okay. so they they appear most throughout the story and then there's two others they don't appear much like their perspectives don't appear much but they appear in like the other people's perspectives okay cool so uh, how did you make sure that your reader didn't get confused by like these changing perspectives that sounds pretty interesting so was there something like specific or a technique that you used that 
you try to make sure the reader doesn't get confused of like, oh, I'm watching this one or listening to this perspective. So, well, I started out by underneath the chapter titles, I wrote which perspective it's from. Mm. Like it says point of view, this person. Mm. And um, it like, I actually read through the book like five times to make <laughs> sure I didn't get confused. Because if I get confused, that's not good. <laughs> right, I of course. Run it through, yeah, I did run it through a few other people too from my family. Just oh, fun. Sure. Yeah. Oh, cool. So they, they helped you out a little bit. And so um, you mentioned that it was a, it's a thriller. Uh, and so it's got like twists. So obviously you can't give us too many details mm -hmm. because then we would know what's happening. And then that would take away from the excitement of the book. So you're basically saying, look, if you want to know the twists, you want to know the thrills, you're going to have to go and read this book. So yeah. um, the, the next question would be, why did you write this book? You know, you, it took you a year and a half. So this wasn't something that we would say is an easy thing to do. And most people aren't just like most seventh graders aren't like, ah, oh, you know what, I'm going to write a book. So you started when you were in fifth grade, I suppose. So uh, most fifth graders aren't like, yeah, I'm going to write a book today. Uh, why did you even say, man, I want to write a historical fiction <laughs> on World War II, of all things, okay? Well, um, it actually started out with me. I was just standing around in the house, and then I realized I, I had just read The Devil's Arithmetic, and I was like, hey, that, that was a really good book, hmm. and I should write something like that. And so most of my books, hmm. I just want to share my stories with the world, and I start writing the stories, just putting them out on a piece of paper, so that I don't forget them because I really like them. And then I realized they're so long that it, it would be the perfect plot for a book. So I started writing this book and um, I, I, that's, that's probably why, because I wanted to share my stories with the world. You can't make someone sit down and listen to an entire three hour long session mm -hmm. of just explaining a book, right? Mm -hmm. It's That's easy. fun. So what did you like so much about The Devil's Arithmetic? If that kind of like inspired you a little bit to write this book, what was it about that story that you, you really liked? It was just the fact that um, I feel like not many people know the full extent of what happened in those camps. Like it's mm -hmm. just people say, oh, this happened in the camps you don't actually feel it and like in the at devil's arithmetic it actually helped you feel what was going on in those camps mm -hmm. so um it inspired me to write this book to actually feel everything that was going on in those camps oh, okay so would you say that that your reader you were trying to make them feel through your story you're, mm -hmm. you're trying to get them to experience that emotion cool that's very neat so um has writing always been a hobby of yours then? Like if, you know, you, you wrote this book, you're only in the seventh grade, you already got a published book here. Um, and this is your first published book, right? You don't have like yeah. 10 or 12 that we don't <laughs> know about. Okay. All right. So this is your first one. So has writing always been a hobby then? Yeah, it has. Um, ever since I was a little kid, I've always loved to write my stories out. I, I don't know. I, it's just been a hobby of mine. Mm. And they're always um, like fiction so you like fiction stories not not like any non-fiction stuff yet yeah not okay. many non-fiction yet okay yeah. fun fun uh and so what would you say 
was one of the hardest, uh, one of the most difficult things about writing this book would you that, that you came across? Definitely the writer's block. Oh yeah? Yeah, when, when I spend too much time on this, on like one thing, I focus too much on it, I start to lose the drive that pushes me to do that thing and I lose my creativity. So I did mm. leave the book sitting there on like chapter five for like a few months until mm. I came back to it. The tab was open one day. I just looked through it. I was like, I should take this back up. Mm. And so I did realize that like after I got over my writer's block, I did realize that music helps me find my creativity. Ah. especially sad music because it was a sad book I just put on my headphones just write and write and write okay so uh would you say then that the music got you out of your writer's block then that's what I was gonna okay so that that's what got you out yeah. uh and so can I ask what was the sad music you were listening to what, what, well what, I, what got I you out <laughs> I listened to Arcade by Duncan Lawrence, which I, I found a really, the really sad tune. Uh, I listened to a lot of the 8D songs where, um, and I did listen to some other songs, like Indian songs, sad Indian songs. Uh, and okay. yeah, a lot of the sad pop songs helped me and some sad classical too. Okay. All right. So that, that kind of inspired you a little bit. So, mm -hmm. uh, so sh shifting gears from like the most, you know, difficult thing about it and you experienced the, the writing writer's block, uh, what was the most rewarding thing or a rewarding thing about, you know, writing this book, public publishing this book, what would you say was rewarding so about it? Probably the most rewarding thing about writing a book, and I think most authors would agree with this, it's not about the money, it's more about just that accomplished feeling that you get when you finish like a big thing. It's like there's this homework assignment that you need to get done and then <laughs> this due date slowly creeping up on you and you just get it done. It's that feeling of excitement and that's the first, that's the feeling you get when you first hold your book in your hands. Like, sure done. sure like man look look what i did uh yeah. and how did you how did you find the time even to to do this you know because you're you're doing school like was this something that you were like uh just doing doing for fun after school or like weekends i mean i'm sure it was off and on but um was this you know the instead of you choosing to do whatever it was you were going to do, like watch TV or play or uh, with friends or whatever, you were like, I'm going to write this book. Well, it did help that I started during quarantine. After mm. um, I, in fifth grade, COVID hit when I was in fifth grade. And um, it did help that quarantine was still an ongoing thing. And so I had a lot of time on my hands, like suddenly I was in um, online school where they, it, it was another school nearby and they didn't have live classes. So I had a lot of time on my hands cause I'd finished my assignments in like two hours. Ah, okay. So most of my writing was done in that time. And it did really help that I came to, I came to GCA cause the teachers at GCA were really, really good and they still are. And so I don't have to go back to them for help. And it really helps the, like the live sessions. It really helps to learn and to be able to ask their ask questions right there in class. So um, mm. yeah, that really, really helps me. 
And so, and the fact that most of the assignments that the teachers give, you can ask for their help anytime. So, uh, right. So, so being a student at GCA really benefited you um, writing this book because the live sessions, you felt like, man, I, I was, I just had to do live sessions and I felt like I learned the material and I was all set or you can access your teachers kind of whenever you need to. Is that what you were saying? Yes, because um, and also the fact that it saves a lot of time because there's the time saved driving to school and coming mm. back. So all those tiny little aspects of it. It's really that's, helpful. No, that's great. And we, we love having you here. And we're, we're excited that you were able to publish this book while you were a student here at GCA, which is amazing. So where can people go? Uh, you mentioned Amazon published it. So does that mean that they can go to Amazon to purchase and read this book? Yeah, you can go to Amazon. Um, I think it's available on Kindle too. Mm. Um, you can just search the title or my name and it'll pop up. Oh, wow. Great. Uh, and again, that title was One Amongst the Runaways? Yes. That was it? And I'm guessing that the runaways are the different perspectives that you write about yeah. or not necessarily? Well, um, it depends on whose perspective. It's, it's, you'll understand when you read the book, but it's basically everyone. Everyone's run away, running away from something. Uh, I see. So that's kind of where your, your title came from with the story was yeah. the characters or all of them are running away from something. Both literally and figuratively. Ah, very cool. Very cool. Um, and when you say Amazon published it, so I haven't published a book, obviously, and perhaps some of our listeners or viewers on our YouTube channel. Uh, do, does that mean like that there, there wasn't another like publishing company like who was who produced this book like this book is in print right or is it just yes. electronic no it's in print okay and so like they're the actual like publisher that's what it says like yes oh, they okay are. they um it's called amazon direct publishing i think because amazon i don't know how but they became this huge publishing company too okay okay yeah, just like they can deliver us basically everything yeah. that my, yeah. my, and my cat loves all the boxes that <laughs> come to my house. Uh, and so what are your future plans, Nia? Are you working on another book? Do you want to be an author? Is this just something you're doing for fun? Like, what, what do you see in your future? Well, this was something I did because I wanted to do it. Um, so yeah, it was a little bit for the fun of it. Um, but, and yes, I am working on some other books, but like the next in the series, ah, but yeah. Okay. So it's um, a series. Okay. 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 Cool. Yeah. I don't, author is not one, what I want to be my main career. I can, I'm probably going to be an author like on the side, but hmm. what I really want to be is a neurosurgeon when I grew up. Wow. Good for so, you. Yeah. I, awesome. the books will really help me. <laughs> right. Of course. So yeah. you're, and so, or have you already started this, the second book, the sequel to the series? I have, I've gotten a little bit into it. I've got the plot down. Cool. Cool. Right on. Well, do you don't need to give anything away? No spoiler alerts yeah. because people are going to be running to Amazon once this hoot worthy hits, but Hey, 
you've represented GCA so well, Neo. We love having you as a student here, but are there any shout outs you want to give before we end? Um, I want to give a shout out first to my um, parents and my sister for helping me through the book. Mm. And I do want to give a shout out to all my teachers and my classes and especially my math class. <laughs> my yeah. seventh grade, Miss Hickman's math class. Sixth grade. Right on. Yeah. And I want to give a shout out to all my friends out there and everyone at GCA just to keep going. You. Mm. Yeah. You'll yeah, do something you, good in your life. Do something. You got this good do something hoot worthy right so yeah (laughs) nice neil well we we loved having you on you're doing great can't wait to go check out the book anybody who's listening or watching on our youtube channel go check out and read one amongst the runaways on (laughs) amazon nia's book awesome thanks for thanks for coming on thank you Thanks for listening to GCA Hootworthy. Do you have a story about a Georgia Cyber Academy champion rising up, aiming high, and soaring? Let us know at georgiacyber.org forward slash hootworthy. And make sure you subscribe to stay up to date with our latest content.